0: and strong and healthy perhaps father was overstating matters in order to ensure my return to the willows for a visit there is always that possibility and your grandmother what ails her i thought she might give consideration to making the journey as well jasmine began pacing quickly covering the length of the parlor and returning several times the doctor fears she may have pneumonia. Grandmother says it's merely an attack of ague and will soon pass. However, she does have a troublesome cough, and I doubt whether she's strong enough to travel. Then again, she's a stubborn woman who knows what she may decide. But unless she makes a quick recovery, I believe she should remain in Lowell. You're likely correct on that account. The journey from Massachusetts to Mississippi could prove harrowing for her. Hearing of her condition only serves to confirm the decision I made upon receiving your father's letter, Nolan said. Jasmine glanced over her shoulder as she continued crisscrossing the room. And what decision would that be? I plan to accompany you and Spencer to the Willows, Her pacing came to an abrupt halt at the far end of the room. Turning toward him, Jasmine flushed at the overwhelming sense of warmth she felt for Nolan. His obvious concern touched her. "'I can't ask you to do such a thing, Nolan. The commitment of time required to make the journey is unreasonable to ask of anyone, other than a family member, of course.' His gaze fell." "'Am I not family?' "'His question was barely audible. "'Oh, what have I said? "'Of course you're family. "'My comment was directed toward Father's request "'that Spencer and I make the journey. "'Taking several quick steps, "'she came to a halt in front of him "'before meeting his questioning gaze. "'Surely you realize that Spencer and I "'couldn't have survived since Bradley's death without you.' "'Spencer has come to look upon you as his very favorite visitor. "'In fact, he often demonstrates his displeasure "'over the fact that you live in Concord rather than Lowell. "'He would, of course, prefer more frequent visits.' "'Nolan gave a slight nod, "'but his lips remained fixed in a taut, thin line. "'She feared he was weighing her response much too critically, "'so she hastened to explain further.' I find the fact that you would be away from Massachusetts for such a long period of time to be a matter of grave concern. I can't expect you to make yourself available every time difficulty arises in my life. His gaze softened. Of course you can. That is exactly what I want. You and Spencer are my only remaining family. How could I ever consider any request from you a burden?' Besides, you didn't ask me. I offered to accompany you. As for my work, you may recall I can write as easily at the plantation as I can in Concord, or any place else, for that matter. Yes, in fact, I remember quite well. A faint smile crossed her lips as she recollected the anti-slavery articles Nolan had penned after his first visit to the Willows words that had stirred the hearts of the abolitionists and also drawn the fiery criticism of the pro-slavery movement, words that had set Nolan at odds with her brother Bradley and provoked a seething anger from her father and other Wainwright men, and it had been Nolan's words that had convinced those same men their anger was misplaced. With carefully chosen words... He had cajoled them into admitting they supported free speech and, in turn, his right to argue against their stance on the slavery issue. Finally, they had decided to call a truce, with a distinct understanding, however, that such an agreement merely served as permission for all of them to disagree in a civil and silent manner over their personal feelings on the topic of slavery. "'I imagine you do,' he said, returning her smile.